Good evening. How many of you are excited to be here tonight? Good evening to everybody, to our friends watching from around the world, to the nation family houses that are gathered tonight. Good evening to you. How many of you are excited for this week? I hope you're not too tired. Work hasn't tired you out. If it hasn't, then I want you to get ready for the word this week. Let me do the protocols as Pastor Enrique has already given us an installment of the word. Let me do the protocols. Throughout this week, you know, with seven days of word. Seven days of word and that may take different dimensions or formations. But for the next two days, Monday and Tuesday, my name is Pastor Sam. I will take today Pastor Oni from the Pulse family senior pastor as well in the nation family will take tomorrow and then from Wednesday we start meeting physically now one of the instructions that must come out is that we must get our houses in order begin to move the wheat keep the wheat and move the chaff out in order for us to be able to hear the word in the dimension it's going to come out in for some, it is a realigning with leadership. And it's these seven days, and I actually came up with a statement that I will share to you, with you because I honestly believe it. After these seven days, you may never have to pray again. Okay? You may never... Someone said, praise God in the studio. You may never have to pray again in your life. I know you don't even pray already, but then you won't have to feel guilty about not having to pray. You know? So, but what am I trying to say with that? The impact of these words over the next seven days. And it is not exactly like we prepare to speak a word. We just know that there is a constant communication line open. So when you see pastors preaching, it is not a preparation of a word. It is the continuation of a conversation. So let us converse. Imagine this whole seven days, God wants to have a conversation with us. Right now around the world, if you're used to church life, some of you are, you know there's some 90 days of fasting going on. Mm? Fasting for divine focus. All right? You know how it goes. Or fasting for breakthrough. This year will be your year of breakthrough. Amen. Hallelujah. I receive it. But what God says to us is, listen, I can set everything straight in your whole 12 months in seven days. You see, it took God six days to create the heavens and the earth and to also create his masterpiece, man. But he says he needs those days again because even though he rested on the seventh, he has never stopped working. Jesus began to tell us actually that even till now, my father is still working. Imagine that. So when he wanted to speak to the prophet Jeremiah, I think it's Jeremiah chapter 18. Let's flow into the word now. Are you ready for the word? So I've given you the, the basis. This is going to redefine the rest of our lives. It is going to reshape and restructure. 
And let me tell you, let me speak to us as nationals first. I told you once before that when PT speaks, he will speak systems and structures. But some, when I speak, sometimes you will hear the error of discipleship. And do not be afraid to realign things. Do not be afraid to cut certain things out and know how to retrace. Simply because it is when something is so fast-paced, the thing that you will spend time doing is trying to keep up. And then when people do that, it's like trees that bear no fruit. They go and pluck a fruit from another branch and pull it on their own tree. But you know that the tree that you have actually needs to spend time being cut, going back to where the root is, and actually redeveloping the way you planted that seed so that it can grow again and grow to bear fruit because if a life doesn't bear fruit it comes from the inside not the outside so let me first of all start with the fact that there is a reshaping a reshaping a restructuring and no one in the nation should be afraid to realign their lives sometimes i remember one of the major cultures of the nation first three months of the year we hardly moved towards business so i was saying to one of the brothers today look he said he felt like his first month was supposed to be just figuring out what to do in business and seeing what works i said look if it takes six nine months it doesn't matter what you just need to make sure is that you're planted by the streams of water but let's see how god began to describe to jeremiah the prophet the, how he still works because it was so interesting God's dynamics of speaking is so interesting to me because if we look at the dynamics that God uses to speak he is not boring with his fashion he actually told Jeremiah go down to the potter's house let's start there actually go down to the potter's house and let me speak to you there so imagine because he wants to do an illustration, he sends Jeremiah to the potter's house before he speaks to him. So it actually tells me that there is a location in which God has determined that he will speak to you. Imagine sometimes he's not going to speak to some of you the word he needs you to speak until you get to your finance mountain. Simply because you will not understand what he is saying until you are on this particular mountain or you've discovered exactly why you are created. So when Pastor Enrique began to speak about Peter recognizing Jesus, Peter will not be able to hear the word until he discovers his man. Until he is with Jesus, he's not going to hear what God has to say. But let me calm down. Let's deal with this. This is the word uh -huh. that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Okay. Go down to the potter's house. Okay. And there I will give you my message. Yeah. So I went down to the potter's mm -hmm. house and I saw him working at the wheel. Someone say working at the wheel. I saw the potter, not Jesus, no God. I saw the potter working at the wheel. It's vital to see this because when God wanted to liken how he deals with a nation, how he deals with a family, he sent Jeremiah the prophet to the potter's house. Another translation would tell you he sent him to the workshop. So what you have to understand tonight is that God actually, when he sees a pastor, actually he sees a product that he can bring into his workshop. 
And the most times when you actually think about God, one of the things you think is that he's one omnipresent man that just speaks at random. But no, he's a very meticulous guy. He has to bring you into the workshop before he even begins to start to mold. If he knows you're not in the location called the workshop, called the post family, he's not going to speak to you because he cannot find you in the location called the workshop. What God did with the nation families is he set seven, eight, nine dimensions in which he can have wheels that people can be worked at. So he said, Jeremiah, go to my workshop, my potter shop, so that you can see a man working at the wheel. When he releases an apostle, it is because he desires to work at the wheel. And when I speak to you about the word tonight, you can see that God has never stopped working, but his working is not in the form of miracles. The miracle he released into the world was the word. But let's first of all see, I see him working at the wheel. And what does he say next? But the potter, the pot he was shaping uh -huh. from the clay was marred in his hands. Okay. So the potter formed it into another pot, yeah. shaping it as seemed best to him. Mm. Then the word of the Lord came to me. Yeah. He said, can I not do with you, Israel, as this potter does? Declares all, the Lord. What was the potter doing? He was shaping it. Just hold that thought. Because remember I said, right in front of your eyes, men will change shape. Men will transfigure. And one of the things I've discovered over the years, remember that I came into the nation at 20 years old. In front of my eyes, the one thing that has been consistent is that I've seen a man evolve. I've seen a man change shape. The pity I met, if some of you met him, you will not be here, okay? Let's just call a spade a spade. The kind of drip sharing we were doing then was not the drip sharing of now. We were, we were trading big color shirts. You know the hand downs were like, they were like big color shirts, like, like apostolic shirts. If you, <laughs> that's the only way I can pull it real sh but it's always that he shared the clothes but it's just that it was but he said the pot he was shaping took him to the potter's house so that he can see men being shaped he said but the pot he was shaping from the clay was mud in his hands so the first assignment you have to understand is that when you came into the nation family and you came to the wheel it was to be shaped not to tell God what you want churches have made it a request center not a shaping center you know one of the things that you hear people accept me as I am that gospel also creeped into the church. Guys will take you as you are. Yeah, he will take you as you are, but he will shape you into what he wants you to be. <laughs> you know, like, okay, yeah, as you are, and then they will take me as this. That's just me. Uh -uh. The whole point of the will is to shape. So he says, but the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands and... So the potter formed it into another pot, uh -huh. shaping it as, as seemed best to him. As seemed best to who? The potter. Not to the clay. 
But he goes on to speak and says what? Then the word of the Lord came to me. Uh-huh. He said, Can I not do with you, Israel, as this potter does? Uh-huh. Declares the Lord. He said, Can I not do with the nation that is under my focus, under my attention, as this potter does? So can I announce another order to you? I think, let me tell you this, I believe that God is paying acute attention to the nation's family's journey to prosperity. Is looking at it very keenly because he actually knows that if you do not prosper, you cannot partner. I'll say that again. If you do not prosper, you do not pass, partner. I was, we were talking, Pastor Dami was on the other end. I was saying to PT that I understand now that the wealth creation of the nation family is actually partners. So your ability to be able to partner with the work that's going on. Let me tell you, that will take resources. Let's, let me break it down this way. Some of you, even though you want to buy Bitcoin now, it will be difficult. But there was a time where Bitcoin was at a value in which everybody could probably buy it. But you see, the ones that can partner are the ones that have resources on the level of the value that is currently being issued out by Bitcoin. So I'm using that to say that when God creates his nation, market value goes up. So he's paying acute acute attention. Heavens are paying acute attention to the prosperity first of his leaders, then of his family. Because without prosperity, you cannot partner. Now that's not a word for everybody, but that's a word for those who are called to partner. Again, as a young man, I didn't recognize that the desire, I had an insatiable desire to want to contribute to this ministry. Do you know at that point that that was actually a call on the inside of me to partner. So even though PSAM comes in as a project, it continues as a partner. So you have to decide whether you're going to continue as a project or you're going to continue as a partner. There's a time where you say project PSAM is enough being a project that is always reporting its problems and it's now being a partner that can project into the future alongside his apostle. Do you understand that? So when God began to speak about the nation, he actually said, can I not do with this nation as the potter has done, meaning I can shape it as how I feel it's best. So it's time for some of us to put down our own instruments and materials and allow God to shape what he needs to shape because you are the one restricting what he wants to do. Some of us could have been economically more empowered by now, but the thing is every time he shapes, it, the, the wheel tilts because you're trying to come off the wheel in, and then guess what the clay mars but let's calm down because we've got a long way to go like the clay in the hand I'm actually just using this as an introduction scripture like the clay in the hand of the potter so are you in my hand spack nation what does he say next? if at any time I announce that mm. a nation or kingdom is to be uprooted uh. torn down and destroyed yeah. and if that nation I warned repents of its evil then I will relent and not inflict then on it then it goes on then it goes on Ephesians chapter 2 I didn't put this but let's deal with the fact that he, we are his handiwork remember why did I start this I said in this first seven days of the, of the year for us, word week. 
what happens here is that you will never have to pray again simply because if you listen correctly your whole year will be set it takes a minute to destroy your life it takes a word to perfect your year just one just one word to perfect the whole of your year it takes a minute to destroy your life so let's look at what Ephesians chapter 2 straight to verse 10 we'll read it and then I can settle this matter. Go for it. For we are God's handiwork, uh-huh. created in Christ Jesus mm. to do good works, yeah. which God prepared in advance mm. for us to do. So he says, I'm reading the Amplified Version. I love the Amplified. For we are his workmanship, uh-huh. his own masterwork, a work of art. So when he sent Jeremiah down to the potter's house, he saw the man working at the wheel. But then remember, I then said to you that when you come to God, when you come to this family, you're actually coming to God's workplace. So God has never stopped working. The difference is now he's just working on you. And what is the work? Shaping. So we thought, when we, we thought we were going to do church, you know. Like, okay, now I can start the story. We thought we were going to do church. Like, and there's nothing wrong with this, by the way. Like I used to have a friend and every night we'll pray. And we pray 3 a.m. Pray, and you know, we want to pray until we see. Now that, <laughs> I even remembered one when myself and Pastor Onye used to go to Lancaster House at 12 a.m. to pray, right? 12 to 3. 12 to, you know, they say if you pray at midnight, that's when heavens are really moving. We tried, didn't it? Every, I think we did, used to do that every Friday or so. So that you don't have to wake up in the morning on Saturday. But why am I sharing this story? Listen, so we, we used to pray thinking that this dispensation of church, we're going to become like every other church. We're going to be men of God that can see visions and tell people about their lives. But that's not what God was shaping. That's what you thought church was. So many people who talk are people who are not in the work lab. Many people who want to tell you about how church should be is because they are not under his workmanship. It says for we are his workmanship, his own what? His own masterwork. It is his own masterwork. He's even saying above heavens and the earth. That was not his masterwork. That was his foundational work. He said his own masterwork was man. That when he created man, he started the real masterpiece. He said a work of art. So he said, you know, (laughs) he said men can be complicated. People can be complicated exactly because they try to work on themselves. They don't, bring, they don't present themselves to God in order to, for them to be worked on. So he says, we are his own workmanship. So then we used to pray. Pray, speak in tongues. Oh, bro, I see this. And now I just realized what we were seeing was nothing. It doesn't even make sense. So he said, I see trees. It's good. Even someone else saw trees, by the way. There's a song, I see trees of green. 
we thought we were being shaped into conventional pastors but we didn't know that God masters in evolution when you come to his laboratory the first thing that should be in your life that should be consistent is that you evolve so if if you were something yesterday the mistake that somebody would make is that they would consider a pastor Sam to what he was yesterday because as long as God is still creating his masterwork out of him over the next seven days then guess what I can I can actually leave this pupil changed the man that sat here can be different from the man that lives here do you understand that because as you're sitting here in the place of assignment Peter Peter spoke to Jesus as Simon but then he he was he left as the rock do you understand that that was just one conversation that changed the dynamics of Peter's whole life I want you to understand that if it's seven days of word it is only takes one minute of word to take the dynamics of your whole life so when God speaks about his masterwork it is not actually the man it is actually the word that he speaks to the man so every time you see men change it was because the word of the Lord came to them and that was the work that he did imagine God just likes to master words so every time you saw a PT preach and the preaching of PT the caliber change you have to be able to discern when the price just went up in the middle of a message I will tell you some there was Lancaster House maybe 2015 there was a hundred pound special seed and oh my god how we ran for that seed I remember thinking where am I going to get this hundred pounds from speaking to Pastor Oni and Pastor Bundles at the time Pastor Obi we call him Pastor Bundles, but it's Pastor Obi. At the time, and I'm thinking, can I borrow a hundred pounds from someone? Just to sow, we pull it in the envelope. And at the altar, in front of PT, at the altar, you know, there was like hundred people raising their envelope at the altar with a hundred pounds. It's PTI, it's PTI pity strong and I remember we raising it and saying God prosper us next year now I'm not disregarding that seed by the way 100 pounds is what the call was it was the value at the time it had to be the value for people like with me because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to buy it do you understand that it came to meet me at a value I could buy into that's the truth. Imagine it was £1,000 then. I'm just <laughs> me. I wouldn't even try to mobilize. I would just be, God bless you all. I will serve with my hands. But it came like God destined it at a time where I could buy in. Because remember, the word that is being spoken is coming to do a work. A work of art. Let me finish this created in Christ Jesus. Go for it. Created in Christ Jesus, uh -huh. reborn from above, yeah. spiritually transformed, mm. renewed, yeah. ready to be used. Did you see that? So he says, the workmanship, what it creates is somebody that is, first of all, transformed, renewed, and what? 
ready to be what? Used. So every time you cry, use me, Lord. He's just saying, I can't because you're not allowing me to work. You're not allowing me to shape. There's a shape that you have that you want to stay in. And if you want to stay in that shape, unfortunately for you, I can't cause you to evolve because what I master in is using words to evolve men. So if, and how do you know when men are evolving? Let me tell you something. Can I tell you something tonight? They're giving evolves with them. Don't ever think, look, the way to know whether you're digressing or, or, or regressing or whatever the right terminology is, just check your finances. Said, oh, not me. It's not my finances. What is it then? It's how I smile when the person I hate greets me. You don't like your mom, you still greet her in the morning. Have you ever been angry with your mom? And then she calls you, especially if you're from African culture. You try to walk past the room. So where I'm from, they call me IB. So it'll be IB. So you won't greet me this morning. Hello, mom. When you were younger. So you've done things you don't like before. And let me tell you something. The, the, the evidence of your evolution is going to be seen in finances. But that's still not where we're going. So it says spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for God. For good works, which God prepared for us uh, beforehand. Now that's where we're going, but let's go. Taking paths which he set, mm -hmm. so that we would walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready. Did you see that? Prearranged. So what does God work to do? He works to carry out what he prearranged. So can we start the word tonight for real now? I want to speak to you about the word and when I start speaking about the word, I'm praying that the Holy Spirit empowers us to understand what I'm saying. Because the next few days actually define, we've never started the year knowing what we're going to do. We've never started the year knowing how we're going to make money. Do you know what I realized? I shared it with the guys. Everything we put in our faith project we did last year. And if you ask me how, I don't know. But I know that there are things I can point to. I can point to a Thursday. I can point to a Sunday. You know, the first thing, let me say this clearly, these days are markers. For you, you know sometimes, let's, let me be real, you can get lost in a week. You can, you can almost drift. But your Thursday is your marker to bring you back on track. It's your word time because the word is the navigator. If you don't have the word, you can't navigate. So I've never known, you know, there's many people that come, they say, this is what I want to be in five years. I didn't have that. I didn't even have what I wanted to be tomorrow. I didn't have what I want to work on tomorrow. I, all I used to do was when I used to live with PT in that house that we used to live in, at the time I used to sneak and try and hear what he was listening to and then go back and think I'm a big pastor because I would also go and listen to it. There was a day that I listened, I caught a tape of his. It was called Laws of Prosperity. I thought, wow, now I've got it. Good tape, by the way, it teaches you all of those things. Go and try and listen to it. You realize that you're in 2008. But I just wanted to be like my man of God. But you know, I didn't recognize, and Pastor Enrique started this today, that I was actually just trying to be like the Word. What attracts you in your man of God is the Word. So there's a seed on the inside that like attracts like. 
the word makes you attract yourself to a person so some people will fall off because what is attracting them is not what is attracting what is inside of you this I wear it is not me do you understand that it is what's what dresses the seed but it is not the seed so when men meet you they're attracted to a seed on the inside of you and you don't even have to speak the word in order for them to be attracted to the word it is just the more you grow like it, the, the word starts in seed form it is prearranged certain things about your life so I can be talking about Cheerios or breakfast but somehow somebody has heard the seed called word and that is how they begin to connect with me they say I just like that Pastor Sam or I just like that Pastor Toby and all the time I've watched PT preach I just realized that he took a community with word because actually what the word is designed to do it is a time to actually carry out extraction do you know what extraction is have you ever seen uh, uh, um, uh, what do you call those army guys special forces they're created to extract like when they wanted to extract some of the world's top criminals according to the West by the way uh, some of the world's top criminals they, what did they do they send in their special forces but when God wants to extract a community he sends in his word so what he first of all did when he sent Joseph was he sent him as a slave to Egypt because he wanted to extract Pharaoh and that is why God began to send this word when he wanted to extract the world back he actually sent his son in the form of a man because he said the word became flesh so when we talk about extraction when he wanted to extract you a pastor Ozzy he already knew your lifestyle he knew what he was doing but there was a seed called word so I wonder now what God wants to extract because I don't think he's extracting any more people he's got what he needs but now he wants to extract a new level of economy so there's a flow of economic power is there I can feel it my heart doesn't allow me to rest I can I can sense it it's around the corner I can smell wealth as PT preaches it the word becomes more and more it's like it's boiling on the inside of those who can hear the sound of the apostle it will boil on the inside of you wealth is here the, the economic power is here but you see the first thing that he looks for is those that can hear the seed talking because it is the seed that will prepare us to be able to get into that place called wealth God never extracts by sending a full-grown man anymore the reason why is because he tried it with Adam and it failed so everything that he will send to extract starts as a seed so now we can talk about the story of the word and peace Sam how it mixed together because that's all I've come to share with you. It was moments in the word explosion and word explosion has been going on since I've been here. I've been here 11 consistent years and there's not been a time that there hasn't been a word explosion. We started with things called heaven on earth and untie my hands and PT would relentlessly preach and I didn't know at the time that what the word was doing was bringing me to a will that it would work on me and God was creating a masterwork. That I remember the time when I struggled to get a hundred pounds and now a hundred K a week is like is like one p and i'm sorry to have to say it that way for those who don't like wealth but you can go and jump in the nearest island called water or ocean because i know what god has done through words if you want to shape a man's life 
if you want to change his story change his words change what he hears and you will change the man and sometimes some people cannot be shaped so even though you're speaking words to them the issue of them the issue about that is that that word is meeting a blockade it is meeting things that have pre-existed words that are pre-existed that have caused strongholds so he says you cannot enter into the house of a strong man until you first of all bound the strong man there are words that men have heard since seven that is actually still doing them at 70 and you have to understand this if you're going to be a man of evolution because if he's going to create a masterpiece with you you first of all have to undo words of the past you know men work on words that are past if a man became successful it's sometimes because a teacher told him that he wouldn't be words whether negative or positive it changed the tra- it changes the trajectory of a man so I saw words it's not wealth first it's word how do you take a young man out of prison how do you speak to him you can't even show him an example you've got to you've got to allow you've got to first of all got to see if he has ability to receive that's the first step wealth comes after word and God is kind of saying to us today until you master that word level until you master until your ears are tuned to the voice of the apostle you you can speak wealth but you haven't heard wealth yet so when I've seen men grow if it's going to be people that have played the keyboard and grown on the keyboard it is because they had ability to receive words so sometimes you know they say it comes in one ear and out the other but some people it comes in the air but it just doesn't reach the heart and it doesn't turn that place into a new world because wealth does not come to a man on the physical you can receive cash all you like but you might not be a wealthy man because the world of wealth starts from the heart it doesn't start from the hand the hand is only the evidence that the heart has changed so we first of all started and coming up growing up in Croydon or Stockwell moving between Croydon and Stockwell we were hearing words it was actually words that took us to the streets we saw men who were driving cars we saw men who had a certain lifestyle and it attracted us words pulled us out of the church because those words look stronger than the words that we heard in the church we had aunties and uncles in the church that would speak to us they would tell us that we need to love God but this love God did not look like it had an end result to it so we moved from the from the church to the world and the world began to speak its word to us can I tell you something about the world the world is saturated it will not give you what you think you are looking for it already has its leaders it already has its partners so God made a space open in the gospel for those he thinks can actually receive the word so he says it's worth first then we get to wealth so we spoke the word 11 years consistently I sat in front of PT hearing him speak the word and not having a single ambition on what I want to become but little did I know that God was shaping it was I was at a will and sometimes people will come and speak a word called what are you doing with your life because all you're doing is you're actually accommodating other words and I didn't know that what God was doing was flushing out the words of the past to give me the words of the present he doesn't even give you the words of the future there's no need because if you can follow his instructional steps day by day oh sorry heaven allocates a budget of instructions for your year 
Some people hear the first instruction and because they don't listen, heavens don't release the rest. I'm, listen, these are things that I've handled, I've tasted. I told you from 100 pounds, forget 100 pounds, 10 pounds. This is not a story of how a man did business and became rich. This is a story about how a family got the word and became what God intended them to be. So he says there's a close chapter happening. The close chapter is simple. We must master the ability to receive word because without word, you're not navigating. I realize that some people feel like because they found a platform that they can create, they feel that that equates to you finding the word. It doesn't. Men have created platforms. Men have become multi-millionaires and billionaires. They just received their own word. Now God brings us to this wheel. And you're going to have to help me, Mark chapter 4. God brings us to this wheel and says, what I work at the wheel with you is word. It's going to have to be word because that's all I have. So if, I'm, if you're going to evolve and you're going to shape into what he intends for you to be, some of the, so I knew now and I get it now that I don't have to tell somebody to go and work outside, meaning there will be people that work outside, but I'm saying it's not your work outside that will produce your wealth. It's the word. So he said, oh, I'm just looking for things to do. Chill, chill. Hear what PT is saying. Hear what your head of family is saying. If you can hear, because the first few years of your life is just God actually checking if you can hear because if you can't hear then I can't work do you understand shaping in the will of God comes from hearing he said he said that faith comes by what and hearing by the what the word of God so if we're going to actually hear and we're going to actually use this instrument called faith it is going to be by hearing so God first of all wants to see who are specialists in hearing there are men I was reading a book and the first thing I, they were asking Sir Alex Ferguson he's the most successful manager in world history they asked him if you're going to teach us how to be a successful leader what would be the first skill do you know what he said listening he knows not him now. God knows that if men clock into the ability to be able to listen, just not be able to speak. Speaking is something you do after you have listened for a while. <laughs> men speak their background. Men speak their past. Men speak their abuse. Men speak their poverty. That God said, bring that to the table. Let me reprogram called 318 what Abraham finally clocked in the battle of the kings is that one thing that God just wanted was that men should not be able to say they made you when we speak our testimony to those who have sense enough to hear it we will tell them that it was a word that made us day after day and night after night what am I preparing you for the free physical days that we have with a PT because you let me tell you something those days will get shorter and shorter for those who have dull ears if you have a dull ear then what will happen to you is that men will stop speaking and if men stop speaking no matter how much activity you pick up you're lost I just realized sometimes I was saying it to one of the pastors today I can be doing business and it can be doing well 
But if I'm not hearing the word, I feel lost. I'm, I'm always hearing the word now, so I'm not lost now. But let's see what Mark chapter 4 says. Again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. Mm. The crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat and sat in it out on the lake Mm. while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. He taught them many things by parables Mm. and in his teachings said, Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. Okay, this is where I begin to round up. He said, listen. A farmer went out to do what? Sow his seed. To sow his seed. He went out to, you know the one characteristic of a seed? To evolve. When you put a seed in the ground, you don't expect it to stay a seed. What you are expecting is a tree. So can I begin to connect this message to you? Remember I said to you, God does not put people on earth as full-grown men. If Christ is going to come, he's going to have to come as a seed. God is also going to have to witness his evolution. Mm. God is going to have to sit down And do what? Watch Christ grow. (laughs) I need you to hear me. Because you could be 30 years old and you haven't grown. You're still the same. And what God is particular about in his workshop is growth. I remember in maybe when we were doing wealth and revival, which I feel like is almost back on his way, but it's just that Pastor Obi Onyeka will not accept revival anymore. Um... I said the word can't remember what I said after that equals growth do you know what I discovered God is not interested in what you do he is interested in how you grow so when these words come out like this it is he's looking for the seed he planted to evolve Do you know the seed form of Joseph was him as a slave? That was his seed form. But people do not remain in seed form forever. That's a a, a non-fertile seed. A seed, you know why I love seed so much? Because it's not about what is sown. It's about what it contains. Many times we focus on the seed. But the seed is sown in order so that we can see what it contains. So if you exist today, it is because God is trying to see what this seed contains. And he says, a farmer went out to sow his seed. And then what happened? As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. Uh And the birds came and ate it up. So I realized something. Seed, the first thing of seed that it is destined to fall. And oh my days. You have to understand what happened to Adam. Seeds are destined to fall. It's just that because he started up, he's coming down. But man, God then started sowing men into the ground so that their only way is up. 
do you understand the scripture when he said he descended and then he also ascended it is because if he sows him his only way is up he's not going down so he said he first of all descended into the lower parts of the earth and then ascended on high so God sold Adam as a man that was already risen but then he said but listen the destiny, the trajectory of seed is down <laughs> seed must go down in order to grow up but you know you see the issue is it's where it falls I discovered that when we look at the community called Africa some people just fell into the wrong hands it is always about where the person falls can I tell you something about church I used to say this when I was younger now I don't care what you become is based on the circle you fall into it's not based on the, the preaching another characteristic of seed is to extract all the nutrients available in the soil so based on where you are do you know I don't know how to explain this we can see this as pastors until we jump into the camera who you are is based on the conversations you're having. The people you're surrounded by. I, I need you to understand that nobody is blocking you from being a multi-millionaire. Nobody is blocking you from being a billionaire. You are blocking you. Where you fall, he says some fell along the path. You know, some people fell in right places, but it was too much of a demand for them. You see it all the time. So they go and place themselves. Some fell. The destination of the seed is to fall. In fact, Jesus even came to say, if a man, unless a man falls into the ground and dies, he does what? He abides alone we will not replicate that man but if he falls and he dies but you see some people where they fall the communities they fall into they will never die there he says some fell along the path and the bird saw them and it ate them up so it says that seeds only prosper or evolve based on where they fall so yes you are a seed yes you do believe God yes he's trying to raise you but you fell somewhere that you shouldn't have why do you not hear the word? Where you've fallen, whatever you're hearing there is eating the word. Why am I saying these things tonight? Time to realign. By the time we get to physical service, what you should actually be prepared for is to hear that word and allow that to restructure your whole 2022. Words are so powerful. Whether we agree with it or not, the religious space took a stronghold in Africa via words. Uneducated or educated is to be argued. But they spoke and the people heard. And a whole nation took the shape of what was being preached. So you will hear things like God will fix. God will fix men in the United Kingdom also spoke about taking more territories till they, they, they burst out of their own borders 
and entered into unknown territories just because somebody believed but we're still not there yet I'm rounding up go for it some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up <laughs> go for it some fell on rocky places mm -hmm. where it did not have much soil yeah it sprang up quickly yeah because the soil was shallow remember that the farmer plants what the seed but let's go to verse seven, um, 13 and let's finish this. Then Jesus said to them, mm. Don't you understand this parable? Mm. How then will you understand any parable? Yeah. The farmer sows the word. The farmer does what? So remember I said to you that I've seen for 11 years a PT preach the word. Not have money to do it, but preach it. And a whole community was extracted. Preached it or taught it to the place where our finances evolved. We tried businesses. We tried systems. There was a time when we thought we were going to do care home. We tried. We worked hard. But you know what I realized? We had a, a point of focus. When everything else fails, Go back. Retreat. Sow the word. So, if I look at tonight and for the rest of the week, what is it? It's seed sowing. Some of you, for your head of family now, you can slap them on, your, on their back. <laughs> so you don't hear what they're saying again. Got a lot to complain about. Very complicated. But you see the farmer, right? It doesn't teach you about, it doesn't talk to you about your complication. He sows and he moves. The farmer sows the word. I love the scripture that says the farmer plants the word. He, he sows it and he moves on. He leaves you. What happens to the seed is based on where it fell. So I actually remember there was the sons of prophets. They had an axe and it fell into the water. The prophet did not complain. He just asked them, where did it fall? The same question that I'm asking you tonight. Because if we're not getting better, then some are getting bitter. Where did it fall? The seeds. Where did it land? Because until you answer that question, the prophet cannot call that seed back out remember the seed that you sowed is a coat for what is con what is being contained on the inside of it so you cannot lose that seed but that seed does not become what it's meant to be until we know where it fell until we trace where it fell that seed does not become 
And that is why when we have word week like this, we first of all clean out and retrace. Where did this seed fall? You've had 10 years of word, but where did it fall? You've been here five years, but where did the seed fall? Because if we don't know where it fell, then we don't know why you are even producing or you're producing men that sat and just allowed the seed to fall where it needs to fall. They produce in folds. They did not take the seed to where the seed was not meant to be. So until men discover where that seed falls, no matter how much Pastor Dorothy can gather people until she clocks the word, she doesn't become the, 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 the leader of that legal world. It's simple. The farmer sows the word. It is what the word contains that takes over, not how much activity you do. So you can be a worshiper or a preacher or you like, I can preach here. But if, the, if I don't know where this word fell, many people here Let's finish this, please. The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. Yeah. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Yeah. Others, like seed sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. Yeah. But since they have no root, they last only a short minute. And we can't even deal with this issue tonight, right? We dealt with where it fell. Next one is no root. But I won't even try and deal with that tonight because he says some people started growing. They started. But something cut it off. No roots. Remember I said to you, they must grow down before they grow up. People try to grow up so quickly. I'm an adult. No, you're not. You know where you are? You're a man-child. Do you know what a man-child is? Go and research it. But you know, people say to me, okay, Pastor Sam. And we get this all throughout. When we used to have a dispensation before, this dispensation was in SPAC Ministries International. If you go on company's house, that company is dissolved. Um, so they would say, don't just be a hero of the word. You, some of you are coming from churches like that, innit? Don't just be a hero of what? Be what? A doer. Be a doer. What does that even mean? Be a doer of the word. As you see me, I do the word. Uh-uh. You don't do the word. You hear it. What's the final instruction when we get ready for word explosion the physical days because sometimes we can be enthusiastic and I love the enthusiasm I'm not trying to cut away excitement it should be energy should be on point excitement should be on point but what are the takeaways the final point mix some people stop mixing you see the sacrifices that come to your heart when you hear the word in fact Hebrews chapter 5 quickly I shouldn't go here but I need to I want to use it to get into just to get into the final instruction which is mix it says 
this is so interesting for me. Verse 11. Start from verse 11. We have much to say about this, uh -huh. but it is hard to make it clear to you yeah. because you no longer try to understand. Uh-huh. Look at Paul speaking. So I realize that this problem is ancient. People stop hearing at a certain point. He said, we have much to say about this, but it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer, meaning there was a point where you tried to understand, but you no longer try to understand. Twelve. In fact, uh? though by this time you ought to be teachers, uh? you need someone to teach you the elementary truths uh? of God's word all over again. Because? You need milk, not solid food. Damn, no teeth. Go for it. Anyone who lives on milk, mm. being still an infant, yeah. is not acquainted with the teaching so about righteousness. The first thing I discovered about this, go for it, um, verse 14, isn't it? But solid food uh -huh. is for the mature. Solid food is for who? The mature, the grown. Not the ones that, look, I don't care if you've been in the nation and you came at um, one. The truth of the matter is solid food is for the mature. It is not for those who have been here for time. It's for the mature. Who? By what? By constant use uh -huh. have trained themselves uh -huh. to distinguish good from evil. He said by constant use. Do you know what use is? It's mixing. Do you know the day that a PT said go and lead a fellowship? Do you know you were mixing the word? Because every time you every time you got to a fellowship and you realized the door was closed because someone decided not to pay the bill, you were actually mixing the word that you had heard from the pulpit. So it says there were sacrifices that you were making. Some of you had to walk because of seed. That is called mixing. So the minute you stop mixing, it means you have stopped training yourself to use the word. So people stop training themselves. They stop the sacrifice. The sacrifice is the mixing point between the word and man. So how does a piece Sam grow financially if he's growing financially he's mixing so I realized something can I tell you something I'll use Pastor Dorothy as, a, Dorothy as an example because she's here if she goes to the low world as a lawyer she's pissed it's pissed no piss is fine well Pastor Dami is here so yeah she must first of all understand that she's a woman of God because the problem is if you don't, you won't have anything to use. He said that for solid food. What is solid food? Partners. You only, look, you only eat at tables with partners. Imagine you gather around the table and it's just milk on the table. He said, but solid food is for the mature. Who by constant use. So I realized when I was in Word Explosion or Word Conference or Thursday or Sunday and I heard that one thing that just, it just came faintly to my heart. Do this. The minute I decided to do it, it was constant use. Not the minute I said, oh, let me go and check it with um, so-and-so just to make sure that I'm in the right. Um, then when I've checked it, after I've checked it, I don't even do it. So I always tell people, be careful of the complications. Because for solid food is for the mature. And no matter how much the solid food is coming out, if you are not mature, you can't hear it. Matthew 13 and we finish. Are you ready to pray tonight? We're going to pray from where Pastor Enrique prayed from, Ephesians chapter 1. 
This is how we get ready for the three physical days. Solid food is for the mature. Those, it then qualifies the mature. Those who by constant use have trained themselves. Go for it. Jesus told them another parable. Mm. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. The kingdom. Got the next one. When the wheat sprouted and formed, heads and the weeds also appeared. Yeah. Verse 31. I'm looking for the mustard seed. He told them another parable. Mm -hmm. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, Uh which a man took and planted in his field. So this is how I round up. The word comes because God wants to extract something. So I've given you evidences tonight. Joseph was sent as a slave. But the word came to Joseph until he extracted Pharaoh. Jesus came and he extracted 12 leaders. I've given you the example, most recent example. PT preached the word until he extracted a whole community. Africa and United Kingdom's best children. But you see what I discovered where God is going to extract next. You see, if someone can sit in the e-commerce world as a pastor and sit under the word and sit, you see when you mature, You will have a word to extract the finances from that world. It is an extraction. It is not a desire. Desire comes from leaders. You see, um, Peter or John, I wish above all things. That's a desire. But you see, a decision to extract comes from followers. Extraction is an extraction game. You don't actually, you don't actually say I'm going to make money in this field. You extract it. So I understand now that everything we've done, if it's in the crypto world or whatever world we've, the recruitment world or the tech world, we extracted finances because they didn't want to let us in. But we, we didn't go in. We just took it out. That's it. There's a difference. So we're very detached from the world, but very attached to their finances. We extracted money because the word got to a point where we had a word for that world that could extract finances from it. So you know what God is looking for? Men that can sit with the word and understand wealth to a place where they begin to extract finances from certain realms. You're not going to go and sing your way to the top of the music mountain. You're going to word your way onto the fact that you extract influence from that world. Do you understand me? tonight so before you begin to go and say the money I want to make it's not the money that you want to make because money doesn't just come to people I've seen people pray send prosperity now it's prosperity didn't come what happens to men men begin to learn how to extract prosperity from where it resides that is why this concept of wealth transfer exists because it's supposed to be an extraction from where it currently resides so what am I saying to you tonight until you mature until you have word on a certain level you're not going to be able to extract anything so Paul began to pray for the church and this is where we pray I pray that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened I've seen men I was sitting down with people even from 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 different industries that it doesn't look like there's any money in men have made money men have become prosperous but you know why they've extracted something 
So he prays, I pray that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you because he extracted you out of a crowd. But he didn't extract you out of a crowd to bring you into another one. He extracted you out of a crowd to bring you into a call. So when he's extracted you, then guess what you have to do? You have to begin to grow in understanding by constant use. So when, a, a, when we consistently sacrifice, we're mixing the word and we're growing in understanding. I didn't know that every time I gave, even when it was difficult too, I was actually mixing the word. The consequences of the word I own. Do you understand that? If I couldn't pay rent at a certain time, I own that consequence because I heard the word. It, I'm not going to make excuses because I sold and then all of a sudden I, I might not have. No, it's not that. I own the consequences of the word I heard because it is causing me to grow and mature. It is time to stop complaining if you do. It's time to stop complaining. It's time to actually mature, grow, be particular about your growth because it is what God is watching. It is what God is working on. He says that I pray that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. Enlightenment is growth, ladies and gentlemen. So when I'm talking about growth, I'm not talking about height. I'm talking about enlightenment. The more you recognize your man, the more you recognize, who's my head of family? It's easy to say who is PT. And I don't discount that. But some of you, let's be real, you won't have access to PT. But you will have access to your head of family. At the minute you begin to decode, who is this in the lineup of PT? Who is this man? You've been enlightened. You've grown. So men, some people will grow to learn how to not waste conversation on certain people. That's a growth. Just don't talk about certain things with this person. You grow. What is God waiting for? You to become more enlightened. So can we pray tonight, ladies and gentlemen? Word explosion starts tonight. Intentional growth. It's got to be intentional. People can easily say, PT announced he's a global pastor. People started announcing global ministries. I'm saying, where did you grow to that? We're just about to start our grassroots. We're just about to build what God has told us to build. You ain't grown past that. Don't deceive. Stop it. Nonsense stuff. When did you mature to that? The a solid food is for the mature. Nations will deal with you. You don't understand. You ain't met a beggar before. Uh, you ain't met a man that will constantly harass you until you give him money. You haven't got a temperament for that. It's growth season for us. God trained PT with us for the nations. Now we are the partners. He's trying to grow you to have at least 100, 200 nationals that make 100K a month consistently. That's what he's looking for. It's our growth season. It's our maturity season. That's why the word is rushing out. Economic power is everywhere. But it, it is only coming to the man that is mature. Don't go and don't announce what you are not before it's time. I understand where I am. Nobody has to give me 
Nobody has to tell me, oh, you're this, you're that. No, 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 don't, don't deceive me. I'm not. This is foundation laying. This is God's growth system. Are you ready to grow? It starts with us worshiping tonight and saying, Lord, I'm ready for these days of word. I'm ready to hit the, 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 the words from the mouth of the apostle. Said, oh, I don't like this place. I don't like this place. God sent us to mix in certain communities and preach the word, to draw out certain words, to draw out certain men. It's still our time of soul winning. It's still our time of registering souls relentlessly. Don't think, oh yeah, we've done that. You've done what? You ain't worked. We're just about to partner with this gospel. We're just about to word with this gospel. So it's not time to get tired. It's actually time to, if you, look, if you don't have energy, can I tell you something? Something is wrong. Because God is empowering his people with energy. Detach from that argument. Stop disliking that sister. It's time. It's time to move forward. It's time to grow, evolve. Are you ready to evolve? Through the word. Seeds have been sown. Now what it contains is about to spring out. Some of you will become trees in the e-commerce world. Some of you will become trees in the music mountain. Don't look at age. It's not too late. He's about to renew your energy tonight so that you can go again. So that you can become a more suicidal sower. Are you ready? It is time for us to worship tonight. This is how we start World Week. This is how we create new partners. It's partnership year. Some people celebrate championship year. I'm celebrating partnership year. So I announced the opening of partnership year tonight because that is what it is. I enter into my form as a partner. I am one of the partners of PT as the nations open up to us. I am one of the partners of PT as we take every spare of this world. I'm going to allow Livingstone to worship and then I'm going to allow Pastor Dami to come and close the service. But it is worth time. It's worth time. Word. Wealth nation, are you ready? Energy, You can declare your partnership tonight. That's how we're opening up the word explosion week. Partnership. I believe. I'm one of the partners. I'm a partner. This partnership. I will play my role. I will play my role from grassroots, growing myself and watching communities grow. I will play. I will build families. I will soak bastards. Enlighten the eyes of my understanding. the mixing. I'm a partner. I accept the consequences 
of being a partner to this word, to this message, to allowing people to love God and be extremely prosperous. I'm a partner. and your homes. This is how we start the word this week. Livingstone to worship we're going to spend a little bit of time worshiping but let me give you this thing when you accept partnership there are consequences there are prices belief is not free if belief has reward it must also have risk listen to this Go for it. So they rose early in the morning and uh, went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. Uh-huh. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, yeah. Hear me, O Judah, uh-huh. and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Yeah. Believe in the Lord your God yeah. and you shall be established. Uh-huh. Believe his prophets yes. and you shall prosper. Prosperity is in partnership because the partnership is belief. But I said it must, if it has reward, it must have risk. Prosperity don't just come, it's a reward. So there must be a risk. When you, be, when you follow men, you must understand that there's a risk as well. You're taking a risk when you follow that man. So I accept the consequences of believing in his prophets. Because when he calls and he says, this is what we're doing this month, it means that whatever delicacy, Whatever price I have to pay, I accept that price because it says believe in his prophets and you will prosper. We were on the couch. 
we, we, we fought significant odds. You don't understand. We came from prison. Do you understand that? When you look at that odds to become a world leader, that is odds. But in order, believe his prophets and you shall prosper. There's no prison door that can stand against you when you believe his prophets. So when you call for a financial target, if you believe his prophets, you will prosper. I accept his consequences. So as Livingstone worship, I'm going to hand over to Pastor Dami and he will close the service tonight. Word Explosion is officially open. It's Word Week. I love you all. Believe his prophet. We are partners. I partner. I, I accept the consequences of his partnership. Livingstone.